Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for another Raiders fan radio conversation. Welcome back into the fan cave. A man who is a trainer of many of Hollywood's elite and a very accomplished actor himself. And after being selected 16th overall in the 1984 draft, had a long career in the NFL, closing it out with the then Los Angeles Raiders. We are thankful to have him back in the fan cave once again to tell us all about training camp, uh, talk about alumni weekend, all kinds of good stuff and what he's got going on. So welcome back to the fan cave, Pete Koch. Hey, Murph. Good to be with you. Appreciate you. Absolutely, man. Good to talk to you again, man. I want to ask you first and foremost, you know, my co-host, Uncle Mosh, he calls me the other day and he goes, hey, he goes, I was on the road. I was at this conference in Washington, D.C. He goes, I I couldn't sleep. I got up in the middle of the night. I turned on the TV and Pete Koch was on there on an iPhone commercial. And and your commercial has this. is Tell us about that. This is it's like the number one commercial in the country or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's 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 huge. It's my pleasure. You know, I went, uh, you know, as an actor, I'm just I'm just out there for opportunities. And my agent said, hey, we got this incredible opportunity for you. Uh, they're looking for somebody in this uh, this uh, iPhone. It's a special commercial for them. And, you know, I went through the normal casting process and I uh, it, it, I was thrilled to be picked. Listen, I'm not doing much in the commercial but I'm doing just what they asked me to do, and it's it's uh, it's it's promoting the face the face recognition that opens up the phone. This is, this is the most advanced feature in the iPhone, and you know what? So the commercial dropped about a month ago, and it just it just runs all the time, and it's uh, it's just been uh, it's been 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 a really fun experience for me, and all the people at Apple and iPhone were just amazing. Oh, that is so cool. So uh, 
what else you got going on? You got any other projects that you're working on that uh, you could tell us about? I got a couple things I'm working on, you know, and I cannot tell you really any detail because it's so early on, but uh, I, I've partnered with a quite a brilliant uh, writer producer and he's, uh, he's got a concept and an idea to, 33 years later to bring the Swede character uh, back to life. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it's, uh, you know, we, we, we've laid out a couple of options. This is something that, you know, might appeal to an audience as uh, as a feature film, or we're, we're toying with the idea would, would the best way to kind of go about this is would be a TV series. And, you know, there's so many, options there's network everything from network tv to to uh to streaming and we just kind of believe and we're, you know we're optimistic and hopeful that we can find the right production partner that uh there's an audience out there that uh remembers in uh, that character and swede from heartbreak ridge and or has a connection or an admiration for clint eastwood and we know there's tens of millions of people worldwide that have that you know recognize clint and and then an awful you know large number of people that identify with the swede character and you know between current and prior military people that are the good men and women that are serving and protecting our the citizens of this great country that whether they're active or prior it's a huge percentage of the population if uh i i might be uh, you know, as far as I could research this, it, it's uh, it might be one in eleven people in the uh, United States citizens or or uh, active or prior military, and nearly all those people know who Swede is. And I don't know. We just think that there's an audience there, and some uh, really fun storytelling is the, is the potential. Wow, that is really cool. You know, um, with having, like you said, the streaming services and like what we, we've seen they've done like with the Karate Kid franchise where they, they brought back those characters and, and have this new Cobra Kai television show that's just taken off and been insanely popular. Like I would that would be a really cool thing to have a Swede series like that, like, yeah. you know, like an eight ser- eight episode, 10 episode run or something like that would be really cool. Yeah, that's where we're angling, Murph. You, you really hit the nail on the head and, and Cobra Kai which is, um, you know, if, if people hadn't seen it, and I've seen both seasons, and I'm, I'm very impressed with it. It's, 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 um, it is what it is. It's not a highbrow affair, but it just, it just picks up where these, you know, main characters, Ralph Macchio and uh, William Zabka, played Johnny, and picked up where these characters left off on The Karate Kid, which is, I think, 1986 or 84, 84, and Heartbreak Ridge was 86. It just kind of works out. It's interesting that way. But I think there's a whole generation of people that 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 relate to uh, if they if they if they enjoyed watching a character, it doesn't matter how long ago, uh, 10, 20, 30 years ago, there's probably uh, still an interest, you know, in that character to revisit. And like I said, what what separates the Swede character in Heartbreak Ridge is the military, which is always, you know, always replacing. We're always, it's always necessary for our government, you know, to keep the uh, the military strong in terms of the total volume of people. So the military is not going anywhere. We think that audience is huge and one that continues to watch Heartbreak Ridge, which has become a perennial on, on television. 
Absolutely. Wow, that's really cool. So before we get get into the Raiders, I want to ask you also too about uh, another thing that you do is you do a lot of training and you've 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 trained with uh, a lot of big time A list uh, actors and and celebrities and whatnot. But you also do thirty second workout videos. You do that through your social media. And I got to tell you, Pete, um, I've never been a workout warrior. I was a high school athlete, um, but have, have, as I've gotten older, I've learned the importance of uh, and frankly, from a lot of your stuff, the importance of strength training. There's something about your videos that I, I, I don't know if you, you realize it or not, but it, they really have an impact. And, and you know, I'll, one in particular you had was a meme and it was you and you were doing curls and it just said empty the tank. And I swear in Pete, every time now I go to the gym, I belong to our local Gold's gym and I, you know, I go three or four times a week now. And like when I get to like the last reps of a set, like that picture is in my mind, like empty the tank and like, you know what I mean? And so I, what you're doing is awesome. And if you want to talk yeah. about that or what you're doing with those videos, it's really, really cool. Yeah, I appreciate what you're saying there, Murph. And just so uh, for people, uh, I encourage you and, and welcome you really to go check me out. I'm easy to find on on social media and then you'll understand what we're talking about. And, and uh, so I'm on Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn. I've got a huge following and a very, very uh, active following on LinkedIn for those of you folks that that use that. Uh, and it's just my name, P-E-T-E-K-O-C-H, Pete Koch. I'm the only one out there. And I do. I started a little thing about a year ago called Making You Better 30 Seconds at a Time. And it, it, here's why. And he, I'm a trainer. I've got 35 years of knowledge and experience, much of it, you know, you know, from the multiple uh, years and years I've spent educating myself formally. I'm a certified strength and conditioning specialist, plus all the life lessons of my college days at the University of Maryland. So that's really my day job is, is no matter what's going on, and I love acting, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to develop this TV show. But the one thing that's always been a part of my life ever since I finished playing professional football has been training people. And I do it in person, and I do it uh, online. I'm able to help a reach a lot of people and it was einstein that said strive not to be a man of worth rather a man of value so here's here's where i'm going with that i need to we all need to make money i need to make a living and i charge people when i train them however with my audience on social media i wanted to give back free right because you can go on ig or linkedin and instagram and uh, and Facebook and that doesn't cost you anything, right? And almost everybody's got an account, right? So if you follow me, and every every third time that I post, I give a thirty to sixty second lesson on physical fitness. Mostly it's didactic. That means I'm I'm showing you how to do it, and then then you know depending on the exercise that I show, I'm, I'm, I might be describing it just a little bit, but maybe it'll motivate you, and maybe it'll educate you. I promise it won't hurt you. Just check it out and share it with somebody if you think they could could use a little bit of information on physical fitness or maybe some inspiration. I'm 57 years old, and I got a little bit sick and tired of seeing that the only people that were exercising on social media were more apt to be 27 years old. Uh, and that's fine and well and good, but it's easy to do when you're 27. And a lot of other things are happening in your life both internally and externally, when you get you know, a little bit older, but it's still possible to be in outstanding physical condition. I try to lead from the front, and here's my way, 30 seconds at a time of giving back. Uh, it's awesome. And you know, and it is, it is inspiring. I mean, I'm, I'm 46, you know, clearly not in, 
nearly as good a shape as you are, Pete. I mean, you still, I mean, you look the same from when you were the Swede. I mean, I mean, you know, you're in phenomenal shape, but it's, it, you could see that you still retained your athleticism and your strength. And it's just, you know, to see that and, and to know that, that those type of heights are, are, are possible if you're just willing to put the work in. And, uh, and so having someone like you to, to show us that it's awesome. That's why we, we appreciate you for sure. And uh, definitely Raider nation. I mean, if, if you don't follow Pete, definitely give Pete a follow. It's, it's, it's very, very good stuff. And, and, uh, and, you know, and he represents the Raiders a lot of times when doing this, too, which is really cool. You know, you got your Raider hat on or whatever, you know, so it's really cool. <laughs> Proudly sport the Raider gear. Yeah, Absolutely. got it. So, hey, well, so, so speaking of the Raiders, let's talk a little bit about Alumni Weekend. Uh, we had you on last year after you went to Alumni Weekend, with which was, of course, Gruden's return and everything. What what was it like this year? Any big takeaways or any big differences that you noticed in, in the team itself or the facilities or just kind of a, is, what was the what was the big takeaways? You know, I think there was an overall level of excitement and some dis- and discussion about the team, where it's at right now, which just feels like it's sitting on a launching pad had in a transition you know ready to get to las vegas there was some discussion for i'll give you an example so they they hired a new uh a new person a lovely uh, woman that is going to be the new is her job is simply alumni raider alumni relations she wow. and i had a had a wonderful uh you know conversation with her and she was hand selected by owner uh mr mark davis and she she previously had spent a decade working for Mike Ditka in Chicago, and she uprooted everything. She was up there connecting with all the alumni. She's very personable. She's very expert at connecting. She probably knows more NFL alumni, including coaches like like Ditka on down, Hall of Famers, than about anybody because she worked uh, and ran uh, Mike Ditka's uh, gridiron, gridiron greats. A nonprofit program oh. in Chicago. She's amazing, and she's going to be a great asset to the Raiders. She is already in her office in Las Vegas, so the Raiders have their office going up and going in in Las Vegas. They have uh, their uh, their team building. Their uh, I'm sorry, the building what's going to house you know uh, the, in the practice facility. All of that is being built. At the same time that, you know, it's, it's well known that uh, the Raiders stadium is exactly one year from completion. It's going to come, you know, right down to the wire, but the, the stadium is on track and it is going. So Raider employees are there. The team is gearing up not only for the season, but then they're going to start the process of moving to Las Vegas. It's a very exciting sort of historical time. All that being said, uh, we had the great opportunity when Coach John Gruden uh, came and met with the entire group. We had about 120 uh, uh, Raider alumni there. and He came out on Saturday evening. He was gracious enough to come over after practice, and we were having a dinner at this, this beautiful vineyard, the winery, restaurant, out- outdoor setting. It's absolutely stunning. And he came over, and he talked to everybody. And he says, here's what I want you to know is that we are competing and we and, and this isn't just this isn't just a, a rebuild. We're ready to compete at the highest level now. So we need to this is what we're doing. This is the, the message that we're sending the guys. And earlier that day, Saturday, that was a week ago, Saturday, he had invited Mike Haynes, 
Hall of Famer that I played with, uh, cornerback safety Mike Haynes, Jim Plunkett, great Jim, who I had dinner with Saturday night. What a wonderful man he is. And uh, I'm leaving a couple of guys out, but he had, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Lester Hayes, the great Lester uh Hayes. So he handpicked those three, and I might be leaving somebody about, but they're, they're just Raider greats, to come over and talk to his team before practice on Saturday afternoon and just to talk to them about their life experience being Hall of Fame Raiders, you know, just the greatest generation of Raiders. And I think that's signaling from uh, NFL alumni at the highest level Jim Plunkett, Super Bowl rings, is an outstanding bit of business on the part of Coach John Gruden. And I was very excited to hear that he had made that connection for these current players to older players that were part of the greatest generation of Raiders. That's, was that Villapiano? Do you think he was he the fourth I, one? Maybe? Thank you very much. You thank you for for that was the name that was evading me, and I had a great. I've had a couple of great conversations with Villapiano over the years. And, boy, I heard he was a character. And I'm here to tell you, he's 70-something years old. He's still a character. And he is funny. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, he's funny. And uh, he's got, you know, he lives in New Jersey. He's got his own fan. I told him, I said, I said, Phil, a couple of years ago, somebody reaches out to me on uh, Facebook they wanted to send me a T-shirt, and the guys, I said, fine. And uh, it's the Phil Villapiano fan club of, of the New York, New Jersey area, and he just laughed. He goes, oh, yeah, I know those guys. They're great. They just went out on their own and made their fan club. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, so he's just a legend legend and uh yeah that's that's good fun that's awesome so what was the, um so what was the scene like did was it was it evident about you know the hard knocks obviously the you know hard knocks is tomorrow uh we got our first episode tomorrow so was it and, and i got a couple questions for you around this number one I'm, I'm curious to how evident it was when you were there and then the follow-up to that pete would be Derek came out and said it wasn't a distraction and we kind of speculated that it wouldn't be but if that presence of the cameras were there, was it that much extra to where it would actually provide a distraction to the team? I won't. I can't comment as to uh, is it a distraction to the team and the staff. I I I, I, I can't. Uh, I can tell you this. You know, young men running around with NFL films, T-shirts, and a camera on their arm are all over the place. Very noticeable that they're a huge presence and they're everywhere. This, this, I mean, it's, this, it was, you know, it's the first time I've seen that. I've never seen anything okay. like it. Okay, I get, yeah. Okay, that's what we were curious about, was it, if it was very noticeable. They're everywhere. Oh, okay. You know, they, um, you know, I, I, I think, look, as, when you're a professional athlete, here's part of the, here's part of what your job is when you go from college uh, to the NFL. And, and one of the things you better learn right away is that you're professional and what goes with that, what goes with that territory is increased demands on your time and concentration, your focus, and you need to start thinking of yourself as a damn professional. You, I mean, right away, I mean, you got to hit that switch right away. That's just no getting around that. And this is, you know, this is an opportunity with the additional, you know, potential distraction of cameras to um, redouble your 
your efforts. Let me use this as a, if I can, as an example. Uh, it's, it's a common thought that when a team is playing on the road, that's a disadvantage. And the guys, if, you, if you're interested in this stuff, in Las Vegas, we'll say that's worth like it's you, it's tangible. It's like three points or something like this. I don't I don't follow this gambling stuff, but people have told me that. Oh, uh-huh. so sure, sure. So so right. So there's a so what they're saying is that it's more you know you're more apt to have a difficulty playing a road game. Let me here's something. Listen, I never nobody ever told me this. I didn't read it anywhere. I never had a coach tell me this. But I began the switch went in my head someplace between my final year in high school and I really began to get my arms around this when I was at college at Maryland and I was very fortunate I had, a, had an outstanding head coach and we had co-head coaches when I was in high school kind of a powerhouse program New Hyde Park Memorial High School on Long Island my co-head coach went and played football at the Naval Academy he was Roger Staubach's center at Navy oh wow Give you a, Sort of a historical, yeah. and he he's talking about preparation and mental mental toughness way before, you know, it was popularized more so in the '80s. But here's something a notion I began to develop and I internalized and I embraced, and I I I, I think I could even prove it probably if you looked up st- statistics. But to me, a road game was an advantage to me, to me, because of this the the comfort of being at home was. Ultimately, let's face it, a distraction. Hey, my fans are there. You know, the people I know are in the stands are my family, and it's comfortable, and I'm relaxed. Go on the road. Go to someplace tough, whether it's Buffalo, playing at the old Jack Murphy Stadium in San Diego, where they had huge crowds With when I played with Dan Fouts. It was a superstar, you know, team. You know, go play in Kansas City or vice versa. If you're you know, in Kansas City, go, go, go to the – Go to the, the the black hole. It's hard. There's no margin of error when you are in that circumstance. I felt like I was locked and loaded when I was on the road. And I want to take that same mentality to the Raiders currently, where they're going to be have an opportunity to be really distracted by all these camera guys and all of what the hell else is going on there with the hard knocks. But that's the opportunity to get better that's the opportunity to be battle hardened and prepare yourself at a higher level than anybody else who's in training camp this year because you've got this additional distraction which i say you turn into a positive wow that's awesome that what a what a great take on that pete and and i don't think i know many of us have not put that together in that way and i think that and that's why we love having you on because you could speak at this from a from a from the athlete's level, from the player level, from the having gone through these experiences, and, and you can give us the firsthand accounts of what's actually taking place and what's going through the players' minds and the coaches' minds. That's that's fantastic stuff. So that being that that said, I mean, so you're you're talking about the Raiders, right? Essentially being prepared, like, unlike any other team in the NFL. Then they have that opportunity. I mean, that's the way that I would present it. I don't know what the conversation is that that John Gruden and his staff and the, the you know the the owner Mark. I don't know what that conversation is, but I'm 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 quite confident that they have. You know, listen, it wasn't like this is which is just a last minute somebody sprung it on them that hard knocks film crew was going to be there they, they've had plenty of time to prepare for this and I'm, I'm, I'm confident that that John Gruden has uh, 
has, uh, you know, taken the steps, whatever he feels are necessary to make sure that, again, like I say, not only is it not a distraction, but it could be a sum positive experience as these guys develop and get cohesive, get those new personnel on the same sheet of music. It's a team game, emphasis on a team, us against them. It's not me against you. It's us against them. And if you want to include the film, I, as far as I'm concerned, the film crew, it might even be viewed as, you know, somewhat adversarial. Uh, it doesn't mean you have a problem personally with the film crew, but you just view them as part of just another part of what's in between you and reaching your goal, whatever whatever those personal goals are for this Raider team. I think this is a, I think this is a Raider team where their goal ought to be by hook or crook, one way or another, wild card, whatever. We're going to make the playoffs. That's it. It sure would be nice to get a, a one more playoff game, especially if we could get one in Oakland. That sure would be a nice send off to the city. Uh, that would just be an, an amazing scenario. Do you think that? Um, you know, you mentioned Gruden there. Do you think there's – is there two better guys in the NFL than Mayock and Gruden to equip a team, not only for the, the transition of from Oakland to Vegas, but for hard knocks, for all these other external things that are going on? I mean, are, these are the two best guys, aren't they? We're going to find out. I mean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> They're uh... – yeah, no, this is the new Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers of the NFL. <laughs> and they are sort of Hollywood, you know. Yeah. Gruden certainly is. Yeah. So it's, it's a reasonable, you know, metaphor. You know, Mayock also spoke to the alumni group. He kind of, he, he actually kind of uh, introduced, he, he kind of teed it up. He, John Gruden, that is. He, he came and he spoke for a minute about how excited he was about the, uh, the personnel changes and the moves and moving forward. And he actually was gracious enough, uh, in, in, you know, and, 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 and I'm jumping around a little bit, but uh, and, and he and then he introduced John Gruden. And I just want to jump over before I get off the subject of the front office people talking with the alumni group. And uh, I thought it was so uh, unsurprising because I have such a I've really come to have such a deep respect for Mark Davis. Uh, so it's it's no this kind of thing isn't a surprise to me, but I, it's notable to me that when he addressed the entire group on the uh, this the Saturday evening function, again it's um it's 120 alumni, it's another hundred uh, their wives and dates and kind of uh, organizational sort of VIPs. So it's a hundred couple of two hundred people at a beautiful beautiful setting, and 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 um, and Mark Davis took the time to thank Reggie McKenzie for oh, wow. the historical, you know, historically all that he's given to the Raiders. And he, he felt like, you know, and, and John Gruden mentioned him too. when he says, listen, the Raiders got this far with a whole bunch of good players on it. Thanks to Reggie McKenzie. Now we go forward. And wow. I thought that's a classy way. I thought that's very classy. Absolutely. What a class move. Wow. That's, that's great to hear. Yeah. You know, and it's Reggie, you know, he had a tough job, you know, taking over that roster and the way that it was, it was left at the time with the contracts and the way they were structured. I mean, that was not an easy task and he pulled us through some, some pretty tough circumstances. And so I, I that's, that's really cool to hear that they, they recognize that and, and still give him credit for that. That's absolutely a class move. Yeah. Mark, one quick, Jim Otto story who I have, and if I can give you two legendary Raider stories, but I'll start with Jim Otto, who I've had the 
the, the great good fortune to know just a little bit for about 15 years. And I have such a profound admiration for him. And gosh, you know, he's been, for those that don't know, I mean, he's been in a wheelchair. He lost his leg due to just multiple, multiple surgical problems from knee surgeries. And uh, it's just a shame. He's, he's a beautiful man. And he, uh, you, you would never know that it, you know, doesn't lead on that it bothers him to be in a, a wheelchair but I'll tell you this so they had everybody come out and it had a tent set up for the um, 120 Raider alumni in the end zone of the practice field so we're just watching practice on Saturday morning and but the uh, but it's it's very kind of a loose security situation so if you want an autograph or get your picture made with a former player you could just come over there's security there but they they're just well you know they're they're uh, obliging that you know the pop the general population and no nobody nobody gets mo more attention than Jim Otto deservedly so and everybody's just you know willing to just you know they're going to kneel down and so they can be the same height as him in that wheelchair and god bless him it's uh, 97 or 100 degrees out there and he's in the wheelchair and he's under some cover, you know, and he's making picture after picture and signing autographs, and it just never stops. It just never stops wow. for him. Jim Otto. The other is I had a chance to uh, have a, a bit of a conversation with Coach Tom Flores. Spectacular. You know, he – I said to – Look, I've probably known him about 16 years. I've had a handful of conversations with him. This was a chance. You know, it was so nice. He was so gracious. I asked him to what they so here's one of the things they do. Every alumni that shows up, when you first get there, you get a goodie bag, you do this every year, and you get a an a football, one of those special with three of the uh, of the four panels are white, they're autograph footballs. Special made and you get a Sharpie. So every player gets an autograph football and a Sharpie. And what you do is you go around and you get everybody's autograph. Oh and it's my really fun. Gosh, that is yeah. amazing. Yeah. So you say, you say, uh, so I just walked over. It's such a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, a conversation starter. So you look, all these people are sitting around coach Flores and he doesn't know me. And I'm a tiny little guy in a Raider, you know, hall in a, in, in the grand scheme of things. And here's a giant Tom Flores. And, um, Plus, him and I have a little history. We both played for the Chiefs, too, which is kind of fun. But um, so I took my autograph football and I said, hey, coach, can I get you to sign my ball? Sure, Pete. He uh, was we started talking and he says to me right out of the gate, he goes, man, I saw you on that iPhone commercial. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's sitting there with his wife and his friends and I, everybody started laughing. And I was like, oh, coach, you made my day. <laughs> oh, and, that's uh, fantastic. I, and I, after we chatted a little bit, I, you know, I said, Coach, I'm not going to take your day. I'll let you go up. But what, can I ask you one question? I mean, it's, it's not a question. It's a statement. Coach, when are you getting into Pro Football Hall of Fame? Amen. And he goes, I hear soon. I hear it's coming soon. And I said, uh, one last, I said, soon, soon is still overdue, but that's okay. We'll take it because you should have been in there for a long time now. And I said, one other thing, Coach, you don't mind me asking, how old are you? He goes, I'm 82. I said, you look great. Thank you. And that was it. I didn't realize he was 82. Wow. Well, you know, I hope the Hall gets it right. You know, we've had a lot of discussions on this show over the years about about Flores and, and his place. Obviously, he's, like you said, he's 
on the Mount Rushmore of Raiders, uh, and, and, and especially in terms of coaches and two-time Super Bowl champion and all the barriers that he broke early on. I mean, just just a, a wonderful legend in terms of the, of the Raider history, but also in NFL history, and he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. And I hope that the Hall of Fame gets it right because, you know, like sadly, we have an example here lately. We just lost Cliff. And he'll probably get inducted posthumously, just like Stabler was, and that's a shame. And you know, as yeah. uh, as a fan, as you know, we wanna we wanna see those guys and hear their speeches, and you know, the, this kind of funky criteria. And I'm not taking shots at the Hall of Fame; they have a job to do. But I just think that it they would be better served to look at some of these guys had lengthy careers in the NFL and really had had careers that that represented something bigger than just the team. I mean, guys like Cliff Branch, guys like Tom Flores were bigger than the Raiders. They were. Those are NFL stories, and darn it, they should be in the Hall of Fame. So I hope they get it right. You're right, and I think you probably know this, but it's it's just as we talk about this, and I like your point. You know, so they've done things and represent things that are even even bigger than just playing the game. So Tom Flores is the first coach to earn a Super Bowl ring as a player and as a head coach. It was it was done. It's been done twice. The other guy was Ditka. Okay, Tom Flores was the backup to Len Dawson in Kansas City when they beat the Vikings. Ah, okay. okay, there you go. So that's where he won his Super Bowl ring as a player, and then of course he he coached. And then, now, now there's one. So he's the first to do that. There's only one that's got three. Tom Flores did it first, and then additionally, Tom Flores did it three ways. A play, we established he did it as a player with the Chiefs, and but before he did it as a as a head coach for the Raiders, he won a ring as an assistant coach for the Raiders. Oh, that's what? right. That's yeah. Right. So he's got three. Yeah, no, the only one, the only one. <laughs> Come on, how in the hell is he not in the Hall of Fame? I know it's un- unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully they okay. get it right. They've, they've expanded the criteria this year, and so I, I think we're going to get a lot bigger uh, inducting class for, yeah. for twenty what, yeah. twenty. So yeah, tw- yeah, yeah, twenty guys are going to go in next. A year from now, 20 guys are going to go in, and they, they will be able to to make some corrections there better late than never. I, I hope – for sh- I, I see uh, Coach Flores for sure, and I'm hopeful that uh, uh, Cliffy uh, – Cliff, God rest in peace, uh, Cliff Branch will go in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, Pete, if there's a Raiders fan radio Hall of Fame, you're on, you're on ours. Uh, you and <laughs> Phil Villapiano and a handful of others we've uh, enjoyed having interviews with on the show. And uh, this is now the third time you've joined us, and it's been great every single time. Before we let you go, I got a little game for you. It's, we call it this or that. Are you up for it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right, so this or that. So here's the rule. So you got to pick one. So now that doesn't mean that the one that you don't pick is bad. It just means that you got to pick one or the other, and they're tough to pick between, which makes it kind of fun. So there's just kind of a little, just a little rapid fire here. I'll, I'll throw you a, a couple of different things, and you pick one or the other, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. Los Angeles Coliseum or Oakland Coliseum? Oh, Los Angeles. <laughs> Commitment to excellence or just win, baby? Just win, baby. On the sidelines, John Madden or Tom Flores? Tom Flores. In the booth, John Madden or John Gruden? John Madden. The last game in Oakland or the first game in Vegas? First game in Vegas. Acting or football? Oh, football. (laughs) (laughs) All right, here's a fun one for you. Claude Delaney or the Swede? (laughs) I love them both, but I'm not. (laughs) But I know I got to pick one. It's it's picking you know which one of your babies, right? <laughs> Let's go with the sweet. Go with the sweet. All right, and then one more for you. Who is the more likely MVP for the Raiders in 2019? Derek Carr or Antonio Brown? 
Derek Carr. All right. Good job, Pete. Good stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. Good job. I want to thank you for your time today. The insight and the, the motivation and, and all the stuff is great. Uh, Raider Nation loves to hear from you. We always get amazing feedback from our audience every time that we have you on. And so appreciate you taking time and, uh, and sharing all that stuff with us. Before we let you go, you want to shout out your Instagram or any of that stuff one more time? Let people know where to find you. Yeah, I appreciate that. No, it's, I'm real easy to find. P-E-T-E-K-O-C-H. That's those eight letters. That's Pete Koch on on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Great. Thanks, Murph. All right. Thanks again, Pete. Take care. Bye now. Thanks. Go Raiders. Total Wine has thousands of wines to savor and pairings for every flavor. Spirits line the shelves. Gifts are easy with helpful elves. A wonderland to explore. Total Wine and more. Drink responsibly. B21. Some call it insight. Others call it vision. At Pershing, we call it perspective. A perspective you'll benefit from. From a custodian you can rely on. One who can help navigate the big picture. And whose products give you a competitive edge. One who considers everything. What will help you succeed today and tomorrow? Open yourself to a new perspective and open the possibilities. Consider everything. BNY Mellon Pershing. Learn more at pershing.com slash RIA. Pershing Advisor Solutions, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy... Our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.